0: Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission is to change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well, so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you're stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Today, I'm with Jennifer Stewart from Jazz Potential. She is a life coach, speaker and facilitator of training. She also is a Reiki master. Her radio show is Find Your Sparkle with Jen, also here on (laughs) 97.5 CIOE FM. Thank you so much for being on my show, Jennifer.
1: It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, it sure is. You told me you love working with women 40 and up, so that would be myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I just was on your show, Find Your Sparkle, which is a wonderful show. Thank you. Now let me know, how did you get to be a life coach and a Reiki master and a speaker trainer?
1: Well, there are several different stories. I guess the first one I'll talk about is being a life coach and... I think when I, in hindsight, when I look over my life, I've always kind of done coaching and mentoring and peer tutoring and that throughout my whole life and never really thought anything about it. I just really enjoyed helping people. And I wasn't even aware that there was such a thing as a life coach way back when, obviously. And I pursued goals in the career center of, of you know, I thought I'd be a corporate world my whole life. Well, I did that for over 20 years. And it just wasn't speaking to me. And honestly, since I was a little girl, I always felt that I had my mission on earth was to help people. And I wasn't doing that in the corporate world. And when I hit 40, there was something that clicked in me and something changed. And I thought, you know, I have to start being true to me and doing things that are more in line with my passion and my purpose. And when I started to do some self-reflection, I realized that I've been doing this stuff my whole life. Even in the corporate world, my favorite thing to do was to mentor, coach, and train people. So it really seemed like a natural step for me to become a life coach and really have an impact and hopefully help lots and lots of people. Pardon me. In terms of being involved with Reiki, I was living in Ontario at the time, and, and I love this story because it really demonstrates how the universe comes together to put things in front of you. And I had never heard of Reiki. And then one day I was at, at in the doctor's office and I read an article and it was about Reiki and it really intrigued me. And I thought, wow, isn't that cool? And within a span of about two and a half weeks, all of a sudden I went from never hearing of Reiki to being bombarded with it. And I lived in a rural community about two hours north of Ottawa. And I would go to the city fairly often and visit my cousin and have a taste of the city life. And I called one day and I asked her what her plans were for the weekend. And she was taking an introduction to Reiki. So I thought, holy cow, <laughs> will sign me up. So, of course, there was a space there. And the rest is history, as they say. I continued my training and I went through and got my Reiki master. And so I'm a certified Reiki master practitioner teacher. And then I moved home. And I, I don't do Reiki as often as I would like, but it certainly is part of, it really is part of me. And it's a very beautiful, for me, it's, it's just, it's a very powerful, beautiful tool to have in my toolbox.
0: Well, many people really don't know what Reiki is. Tell us a little bit about what it is and what people do or
1: how you help people with Reiki. Well, Reiki is an alternative healing tool Method that originated in Japan and it was discovered by a monk when he was he went for his solitude up in the mountains. And essentially, what Reiki is, it is using the universe, the universal energy, chi, to break down any negative blockages in our body so that our energy can flow continuously. When we have things happen to us over the years, we sometimes can have blockages and then we can be sick. So Reiki really is a huge a huge tool for helping to break that down. That's, that's it in a nutshell. So it's a form of energy healing? It is. And it can be hands-on or hands slightly on. It's kind of like a non-intrusive massage. So there are several points of your body chakras that you go over and you help to clear out those chakras.
0: So many people may not even know what chakras are. And the qi uh, is quite common now when many people know from Tai Chi that there's a Chinese form of energy called qi. Right. Now, what has qi to do with chakras? Many people know that acupuncture has to do with qi and meridians in the body, but chakras are something very different again.
1: Well, they're basically your energy fields, and there are seven main energy fields, and then there are all kinds of little energy fields along the way and throughout your body. And all of them have the potential to store negative energy. And mm-hmm. then they become the blockages. So it's really important to be aware of that and to work on clearing those things. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have these blockages.
0: Many people nowadays are not even aware that their body is really surrounded by an aura and energy field, because conventional medicine does not recognize it at no, all.
1: No, no, that's right.
0: And uh, many people don't believe that it exists. So how do you know that there is an energy field? Many people can see it. Can you see it? Can you feel it? I
1: feel it. My daughter sees it, but I I feel it. And I guess I come from a long line of of people that worked with or, you know, were aware and believed in different things my grandmother was very spiritual and she would talk in tongues and she would do the healing hands and that was you know a long time ago and it was it's starting to become more mainstream now because people are becoming aware and there's scientific evidence that it does exist it's in you know it's this invisible energy and and i've not scientifically proven this but I think about what it, what comes to mind when we think about neutrinos is this invi- invisible energy source. And when I first learned about neutrinos, I thought, you know what? That's what, that's what Reiki is. It makes sense to me. Now, I've not scientifically <laughs> proven that or even <laughs> asked, but to me, that kind of, it, it, it makes sense. But you can feel energy when you think about it. We're surrounded by energy all the time. There's energy in things, material things, there's energy within ourselves. If you go into a room and perhaps there'd been an argument there, you can still feel many people, and some people are more sensitive to feeling it than others, but you can feel the energy, whether it be good energy or positive. I mean, I'm sure you probably have a few incidents throughout your life where you've walked into a room and think, oh my goodness, I want to leave. Like, this is not the place for me. Or conversely, you're thinking, wow, this is really great energy. I think everybody
0: you meet, you become an idea of their energy. I think intuition is related to that. I would agree. Mm, because that is a form of energy. You go in a room, you feel the energy you go meet somebody, you feel their energy. You do some kind of slow, deliberate exercise or meditation, you feel the energy. The same when I do Tai Chi, I feel the energy Mm -hmm. in the hands,
1: in the moves. And the same probably for people that do yoga. It's very related. Definitely. And you know, it's like anything, the more that you do it, Mm -hmm. the more in tune you become. And then all of a sudden it's second nature.
0: So when you do Reiki, how do you remove blockages or negative energy without it hurting yourself?
1: Well, when you give Reiki, you also get Reiki. But one of the important things is to do a cleanse after you finish a session. So that's really important in case anything got stuck to you, because you, I know that sounds may sound silly for some people, but things can stick. So we're we want to make sure that we do a little cleanse and it's kind of like a little ritual that you do to make sure you get all of your sweeping away any negative energy mm-hmm. out the door, far away, so it doesn't stick to you.
0: So would you say it's a little bit related to what the natives do
1: with the cleansing rituals and yes. the smudging? Smudging? Absolutely. I mean it's a it's, it's all one energy field right so there's yeah. th- lots depending on what your beliefs are or how much in tune you are to different things there's so many different things that can be mm-hmm. called but when you think about it it's all universal energy so we all have access to it i i completely agree and wherever
0: you come from from whatever belief system then every belief system there's some kind of a universal energy exactly you call it god allah Energy, spirit, I believe it's all the same, me too, yeah, and many people don't agree with it, I know, but uh it's it's a personal feeling and energy feeling i'm I'm very happy you feel that too, oh because, my goodness, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, it, is, it is very interesting, so how do you transition from that to what you're doing now?
1: Well, Reiki was something that I feel that I needed to do for me. And I have pets that I do it on sometimes because they may get a little uneasy or hyper. One of my puppies is pretty hyper so Reiki sometimes helps chill him down a little bit which is which is a good thing then his name is Trouble incidentally My <laughs> <A> dog <laughs> a dog he was my dad's dog that was my inheritance my little Trouble he's a little Yorkie and he's he's oh, a cute. diva mm-hmm. yeah we have two little Pomeranians
0: <laughs> they don't have many much energy anymore energy anymore they are old <laughs>
1: Well, trouble's in the prime of his life, I've been told. So he's going to be around for a bit. Uh, But I think that paying attention to what your surroundings are and how you feel inside. And like I say, when I hit 40, that was a big change for me. And I had to step back and do a lot of self-reflection in that, Mm -hmm. which led to going back to school and getting certified as a coach. I also went to St. Effects and took my adult education diploma through them. And that sort of set me up to be able to, you know, have the credentials to do the training and develop the training.
0: Yeah, I think that it's important, too, that, I mean, theoretically, everybody can say, oh, I'm a coach, I'm doing this, I'm doing right. that. It's not a regulated profession, but it's always important to do the homework and see what's the background of the person. Right. Is it just a person that... Uh, put something out there to make money or do they actually have some kind of a related background mm-hmm. and personal experience is some kind of a background too, oh my obviously and Huge. i mean you are three four ways qualified not just by your personal experience but also by your coaching experience and also by your education experience and then out As a Reiki master, oh my goodness, alone, one of, each of them would give you a whole new profession.
1: Yeah, potentially. And, and I like the way that everything's kind of Mm. melded molded together. That is very exciting. And that brings us to the end
0: of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 COEFM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more with Jennifer Stewart. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and I'm with today's guest, Jennifer Stewart from Jazz Potential. Hello. Hello. In the first half, we talked about your life and what you do with Reiki Now tell me a little bit more about what you do now and uh, how you help people with their health and well-being and mental health and employment health and life skills are certainly part of our overall health.
1: Well, that's that's a lot to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll go back a little ways and Mm -hmm. talk about being in the corporate world and that magic number when I hit you know that 40 number that seems to be a pivotal point in a lot of of women and and men as well that there's a lot of changes that start to Mm -hmm. happen and you start to you know really reflect on your life and where you are and where you want to be Mm -hmm. so at that time As I mentioned earlier, I really wasn't where I wanted to be. So I made the effort to go out and get the training, get the credentials, so I could start my own business. And thank goodness for my husband. He was extremely supportive. I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. And so thank you, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) So I decided to start Jazz Potential back in 2011. And my goal at that time, and you and I talked briefly about this, was to help as many people as I possibly could. And I I also have a bachelor degree in business where I majored in marketing and minored in management. So in theory, I knew all of this stuff and I knew target market, niche market, but for some reason, I thought that I would be able to take on and help everyone. And that's because I guess I always wanted to help as many people as possible. Well, that didn't go over as well as I had hoped. So I, I knew that, okay, I was going to have to suck it up and really do some soul searching to figure out where my target audience was and who exactly I wanted to help. And, you know, there, of course, there are spectrums at either end of that. But what I realized is that, that time frame of women's life in particular, you know, the 40-ish, where you do start to question a lot of things, I realized that I wasn't alone. So it started to make sense and I started doing some interviews and I started talking to a lot of people. And one of the things that I thought about was I was an employee of the federal government for a few years. And right now, if if I had of stayed in there, I would be retired on a pension. And I'm still really young. And I think I will always be young, young at heart anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, our
0: external body changes, but our mind doesn't have it's to.
1: Exactly. So, you know, my mindset really is that I'm I'm a, a youthful, spiritual, engaging, full of life person. And that's that's me. That's mm-hmm. me to the core. And I know that there are a lot of other people out there. So I started to think, oh, my goodness, all of those people that I worked with and all of the people over the years that are young and in these jobs and they're retiring, what are they going to do next? What's that next chapter? And even if you don't have a pension, you know, that time frame, lots of time people are thinking, Oh my golly, I need to reinvent myself. I can remember at forty saying, What am I gonna be when I grow up? You mm-hmm. know, that was that was a huge question for me. Yeah,
0: because for many people when they look at their relatives, at their friends, they get older, they get sick, they end up in the nursing home. That's not really
1: what we want for ourselves. Certainly not. And you know, what I felt was no matter on the outside, things could look perfect. But on the inside, even though I'm a very grateful person, I have a gratitude journal that I make my religious practice every day. And that really helps with, you know, keeping and maintaining a positive attitude. But there was something missing inside that gap. So I thought about that. And I thought, you know, what that is, is that I'm not living my passion. I'm Mm -hmm. not living, I'm not living my purpose. And once I identified that, Then things sort of started to fall into place more. It's that universe again, sort of helping us along. And then I did some soul searching and tried to come up with some names of things. And we were a, a girlfriend of mine were having a glass of wine and brainstorming some possibilities. And find your sparkle emerged. And once that came on paper, I just my whole body felt lighter. And I thought, holy cow, this is it. This, and I knew right away that is. So then I kind of changed my strategy instead of focusing on everyone to really narrow that in. So I think my mission with my business is really to connect with women and help them to find their authentic self, help them to identify the things that they love and things that they love to do so they can have a life that has more joy, more love, more purpose, more passion, and of course, more sparkle. That
0: is wonderful, Jennifer. I really love that you do that. For myself, the turning point from uh, sick to healthy was also to find my passion back. Yes. Because I always wanted to help people like yourself, but I myself, I'm obviously in the medical and health field. But that is so related. And without your passion and without a deep desire to do something Else, but just live day to day, watch TV shows all day long, and and and, and just exist exist from right? day to day. That's yeah, not me. That's not, that's not you. That's, no, that's not life. No. And I talked. I volunteered with on the VG with uh, dying people, and nobody says I wished I worked more.
1: Exactly. No. And we hear that all the time, but yet it's still hard. <sighs> for us to really grasp that because if everyone grasped that, then we would all be loving what we would be doing all of the time. And I think for me, it's important. I have a little, a little bird that I have hanging from my car and it's just a reminder every day when I get in, love what you do. And I am so thankful to be absolutely loving all of what I'm doing and Mm. to have the impact, knowing that you've helped someone else is the best reward that you could possibly even imagine
0: i couldn't agree more that is a big reward and just helping people and seeing them get better in any way Mm -hmm. is wonderful
1: and you know sometimes we don't know how much of an impact that we have until much later and sometimes we'll never know and that's okay Mm. but i'd like to just share a quick story if you don't mind no no I last year I had a, a, my first online group coaching program with Find Your Sparkle. And one of the, one of the clients I had known and met years before when I was in Ontario. And she had had some military experience and then came back to be a civilian. And she didn't tell me until about three months later that when her and I had run into each other again, she was suicidal. And I'll probably cry telling you this, but after she said she really felt she had a new lease on life.
0: Wow. That is so rewarding. I'm I'm very happy for you and her to do that. And I had the opportunity to talk to a few people too that are suicidal and it's very rewarding.
1: Yeah. And most times people don't tell you, right? If they're serious about it, they're not going to tell you.
0: No, no. I was fortunate myself when I was suicidal. I recognized that really I didn't want to die. I wanted help.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I was fortunate I got the help. But some people, they are so frustrated and so sick and so sad. But if somebody like that listens to us, please get help and Talk to somebody.
1: Yes. And
0: if you call eight one one nine one one, it doesn't matter. There is a light at the end of the tunnel.
1: There really is. Yeah. And you know, there are so many things to look forward to. And sometimes yes. we forget. Mm-hmm. When we're in that hole, we forget to look around us. And one of the things that I, I've always instilled in my kids was to really to pay attention to your surroundings And, you know, live in the present moment. And we hear that a lot. How many of us are actually doing it? You know, when you're outside, are you just on autopilot or are you looking and noticing the sky, the -hmm. clouds, the birds, the sounds, the wind, even, you know, the colors of the rocks? Every time that we would go out, it would be, oh, look at those rocks. And I mean, rocks, some people think rocks are rocks, but they're not, they're they're all different. And they're, you know, some of them are, I mean, just absolutely magnificent. But to think about really spending time in the now is so important. And when you do that, it's hard, you really can't worry about stuff that's yet to come, or beat yourself up about stuff in the past, because you're just there's just the now. And I wish that every one of us could always live in the now. That would be perfect. I know it? it would be awesome. We have to plant
0: sometimes because the winter is coming and we need heat, <laughs> and um, we need to buy groceries nowadays and plant the garden. So we have to plant sometimes. Oh yeah, but I think I agree with that. We should, as often as we can, remember that the moment all we have is now. Yes, and when I go out in the mornings, let the chickens out, which I enjoy. I'm in the moment. I see the tie, I, I feel the, the the energy in the mm-hmm. air, the weather, the, the 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 moisture, whatever it does, and then I see the girls, the chickens, and say good morning, girls. How are you today? <laughs> and they say kakak, in return, which is nice. It is. So I'm 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 very happy that you are in that area and I'm sure you're doing lots of goodness and I thank you very much for being on my show today.
1: Thank you for having me. It's it been was an great.
0: absolute pleasure and this brings me to the end of today's show and please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Jennifer, my email here is christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E at communityradio.ca, and I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. Thank you, Jim. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives, and it is my pleasure to talk to you today. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run, non-profit radio station. And we even have a gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thank you very much. Tune in next Thursday at noon at 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.